Hello, Nick Briggs here. By now, you may have heard the truly awful news that our very dear friend, highly valued colleague and hilarious co-presenter, Paul Sprague, died suddenly on Thursday the 8th of May. As a mark of respect to Paul, I took down these last two podcasts in which he appeared. I have to admit that the main reason I did this was that in the light of his tragic death, a couple of the throwaway comments I made seemed tasteless and inappropriate. In the first podcast, I made jovial mention of Paul being a bit unwell. Sadly, he was unwell, and neither of us knew how serious that was. At the end of the second podcast, I make a stupid and pointless remark about shooting Paul, ending the podcast saying, ready, aim, fire, with Paul giggling. You can see why I thought it best to take these podcasts down. But we've been touched by how many of you have contacted us and asked for the podcast to be made available on the site again. So here they are. If you can forgive my stupid, inappropriate remarks, there's plenty to celebrate here, with Paul on his usual hilarious form. All of us here at Big Finish miss Paul dreadfully. He was a great bloke. He really was. Here's the second of the podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Big Finish podcast. I think uh, you mean the, the Big Finish variety pack. Yes, hello. <laughs> Later on the show, Paul Sprague will be singing some Cole Porter. Yep. I'll be doing a Fred Astaire dance routine. While juggling chainsaws. Exactly. It's going to be a bit of a rip-roaring, rip-roaring... Never start a sentence without knowing where you're going to <laughs> Anyway, yes, this is the Big Finish podcast. It normally starts in a slightly different way. Competently? No. No. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's not going to start like that. It normally start. Oh, goodness me, I've done something terrible. <laughs> it normally starts like this, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, said, we're, we're I thought well, I deleted the file then. We're, we're well past that music now, though, aren't we? We've moved on. I'm fed up with that. A whole, whole new era now. Yeah. There we are, stopped it. Um, big finish. Uh, we love stories. We do lots of uh, Doctor Who and other things. Audiobooks, full cast audio adventures, Stargate, Blake 7, Sherlock Holmes, um, 2000 AD, Bernice Summerfield. Hello. Hello. Right, okay. Uh, so, mainly, uh, did you want to say something? No. Oh. I mean, bear in mind we've not introduced ourselves yet. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm Herbert Lom. Um, <laughs> and I'm Jeanette Cranky. <laughs> also known as Paul Sprague, and I'm also known as Nicholas Briggs. <laughs> right. So oh, anyway. not, not on one of our covers the other day. Just just before it went to print, I noticed you were you at the bottom of the uh, the uh, writer's notes that said you were Nicholas Biggs. Oh, dear. <laughs> so unless you've started robbing trains, <laughs> I thought I, I should get, get that, that correct. You know, as a child of the 60s at school, I was constantly ridiculed and called Biggs because of the train robber, Johnny Biggs. Because my name had one different letter in it, one extra letter Ronnie. in it. Ronnie. What? Ronnie was the train, train Ronnie. robber. Yeah. Not Johnny. Did I say Johnny? Yeah. Oh, Were you thinking of Johnny Briggs, the, uh, the, the Coronation Street uh, or, no, or, or Coronation, Coronation Street, Street actor. actor, yeah. Oh, still getting too confusing. Anyway, it doesn't matter who doesn't, we are. None of this actually matters. No. You could quite easily take this podcast and throw it away No! Now. It's not 35% yeah. we need them. I mean, 65% of you have not even bothered to click on it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not disappointed or anything. I'm just really upset. There, oh. there, there. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> it's just too much for me. Um, okay. Um, we're not well. 
you know it's true we're not well <laughs> you just mean in the head <laughs> well i mean that's the end result of it you know but there's paul with his bovine tuberculosis which oh, i probably caught do you, you want to hear something truly terrifying i don't know go on then i've had foot and mouth disease did you know that what this morning not this morning no when i was a kid really? i was actually diagnosed with foot and mouth and the first thing my mum said was um isn't it sheep who get that? And the doctor went, And you went, yeah. nah. <laughs> And the doctor went, yeah, but, but he's got it. Wow. So you were the resp- one responsible for it spreading around the countryside. Yeah, presumably, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm certainly not telling you how. Aren't you? <laughs> oh, dear. I feel a bit ill now. Oh, listen, shall I'm, we have a I grew a up in the heart of the countryside, that's all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> uh, here's a trailer for something coming up you might be interested in. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, the fourth Doctor adventures. Doctor Who, destroy the infinite. Planet Delphos, I recognise the trees. <laughs> the air is foul. The clouds are thick and dark. No wonder that it is raining. Mm, these are natural clouds. They're the result of heavy industrial pollution. Company, halt! Knock upon the fortress door of the infinite. Look at that. Someone has dug a pit the size of a mountain. Get up, get up. There is a war on this planet, Doctor. A bitter war where no mercy is given. All systems at optimum. Earth fleet moving to attack range. Prepare all weaponry. Target will fire when ready. Do not come near me. I am a danger to you. Or the eminence will... Eminence? The eminence will force me to kill them. What is this eminence? They say it has no physical form. That it travels as a sort of orange mist in caskets that appear from nowhere. People have started to think of them as, as gods or demons. Our sacred purpose, Doctor. You are the same as us. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. What do you think of that, eh? Yeah, exciting. Destroy the infinite. Which uh, introduces the concept of the eminence, which, of course, is is the first one I wrote with the eminence in it. And then... um, we did some sequels to it, but they come out before this. So it's quite... I, I knew it was going to happen. I just thought, that'll be fun. Ah, uh, time travel. You see what you can do. I thought it was quite interesting. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be more evidence as well. There's certainly... <laughs> there's some in Dark Eyes 2, and there's certainly some in Dark Eyes 3. Ooh. Anyway, I'm not giving any more. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Okay. I've got bovine tuberculosis. <laughs> okay, so oh, um, it's time we had. Um, oh, don't know who the sound I am. of you violently stabbing a keyboard. Yeah, it's time for me to violently stab a keyboard. <laughs> okay, so so I violently stabbing a keyboard doesn't go with that tune, does it? No. <laughs> so let's have some listeners' emails. 
Matt Kittler says, Greetings, Paul and Nick. I recently listened to the behind-the-scenes podcast for Scavenger, and in addition to being very excited about the story, it left me with a question which the two of you would be best to answer. Oh. Colin Baker mentions a comic story he wrote involving Perry and King Yurkanos from Mind Warp. Oh, yes. I'm curious if it could potentially be adapted for audio, although I do understand such a story may require a warning label when listening to Brian Blessed through headphones. <laughs> Well, um, uh, you're curious about that. So is Colin Baker. He's mentioned it a few times, and that's something we'd certainly look into. It's the age of chaos, isn't it? That's right, yes. Yeah. That's right. Yes, he mentions that almost every time he comes into the studio. <laughs> so, so at some point, we're going to have to take some blooming notice. Yeah, I am taking notice. I always take notice of Colin Baker. You might yeah. be right about the Brian Blessed warning, though. Oh, definitely. I've met, I've met <laughs> Brian Blessed, and that's for sure. <laughs> I met him when um, someone called Adrian Reigelsfode um, said, uh, uh, said that he was interested in doing a big finish. So he took us along to his dressing room where he was doing a show in the West End. And, um, and I spent, I'd been told by this person, Adrian, that, you know, he knew all about it. And I spoke to Brian for some time and he clearly had no idea what we were talking about. I gave him some big finish CDs and he stuffed them down the side of the armchair that he was sitting in. And I think they're probably still there all these years later. So, yes, I would look forward to working with Brian. (laughs) He told me the entire story of the War of the Worlds while I was there. That's what he wanted to do. He didn't want to do Doctor. He wanted to do War of the Worlds. He said, do you know the story of all the worlds? I said, I do, I've read it. And he went, well, it's a Martian, he's in the army, and the heat ray, 20,000 men dead! And that was literally how it That would have scared the heck out of our entire listenership. That'll make the other 35% clear off, won't it? Yeah. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> no way. 35%, I'd rather have nobody. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... Um, and I had, while Brian was doing all that, I had to sort of, what can you do? You, know, you can't go and hide behind your chair. I just had to sort of nod like he was talking to me normally. You know, mm, oh, yeah, 20,000 people dead. Yeah, fine. He said, there's Queen Victoria. He's fixed it. Who would fire? You know, it's just um, incredible. I went to a recording of QI, the TV show that he, oh, yes. that he was on. And leaving aside the fact that quite a lot of his stuff was inevitably heading for the cutting room <laughs> yes, floor. For various it reasons. Was, it's just quite, quite the experience being in a room with Brian Blessed. You don't forget it. No, no. <laughs> he's, as this, this was uh, well over ten years ago. Yeah. And I still remember it. Even at my age, I can, I can <laughs> remember things. Mm, yes. Yes, yes. Carry on. Um, Ian Aliff. Hello, Ian. Says, hi, Nick, Paul, et al. Al's not here, is he? Yeah, all right. Uh, Still working my way through all of the CDs I picked up at the most recent Big Finish Day. Mm. I should be just about finished by the time I get to the next day in September. Yeah, September the 13th in Slough. One of the things I've noticed in the last few years is that it's getting more and more difficult to just dip into the range. Is it? Many stories in the main range of Doctor Who and the special seem to be linked to other stories. So I often find myself having to stop listening to a CD I picked up and then dig around on the internet trying to figure out what else I need to listen to first. Not too much of a problem, but I was wondering if this might mean that 
that range is getting a little more difficult for new people to get into, especially considering that the earlier episodes are harder to find in the shops where new listeners are liable to first come across audios. I was wondering if it would be worth having some sort of paper or online collector's guide which lets you know how stories connected together between main range, specials, companion chronicles, lost stories, etc. Keep up the good work and see you all in September. Hope that Paul will be able to attend and won't be called away for Easter lunch. Exactly. What, in September? Yeah. Well, to be fair, I did have Christmas in January, so I see what you oh, mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's been quite funny there. Um, I think that's a really good idea. Good. We've got to get someone to write it, though. Oh. We someone, should, we someone should get someone it? new to come in. Yes, we'll do that. <laughs> it's a good idea, though. Excellent idea. Thank you, Ian. Yeah. Um, do you want to carry on yeah okay. uh, James Manley Buser says given the recent announcements that Jeffrey Beavers and Alex McQueen will be returning to their roles as the master in various releases over the course of the next year or so I was wondering when you were going to have the excellent David Garfield back in the role he was splendid in Hollows of Time and I've been itching to hear him again against Colin Baker or Peter Davison well there's the thing I'm, we've not been considering that but we'll certainly have a think about that I don't know whether I don't, that was quite some years ago wasn't it and he was he was yeah. quite frail at the time so I don't know how he's doing Anyway, I mean, he did an excellent job. Good. Onwards. Onwards. Uh, Jack DeWald. Do you want some more music? Well, yeah. I, I don't see why not. <laughs> Jack DeWald says, Jamie Robertson's fantastic light motifs for the fourth and eighth <sighs> Doctors have got me hankering for corresponding themes for the fifth, sixth and seventh Doctors. Mm-hmm. So let, let's hope he's listening to this. Yes. <laughs> we can just rustle those up. And on that note, why hasn't Colin got a box set yet? All the others have. Or is the worlds of Doctor Who Six's dark eyes? No, is the answer to that question. What was the last bit you said? I stopped is listening the, to you. Is the worlds of Doctor Who Six's dark eyes? Oh, no. It it's is not, no, no. The no. Sixth Doctor is in it. Yes. But, uh, well, you know... Sorry, I'm making noises and not saying anything. Um... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the only one not to have had a box set. We've not had a third Doctor box set either yet. No. It's, it's not to say that there that there has to be a box set for each Doctor. It's just yeah, that some things sort of lend themselves. Let's put it to that, that way. There are plans. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Please send in your emails, and I will make noises after <laughs> they've been read out. That's great. Do you know what we should get people to send in. What? Some musical stings. So yeah. we've got more of a selection. See what send in your in. musical stings. Yes, please. Yeah, we might. We could play some. Hey, that's the one Paul doesn't like. It doesn't complete, does it? No. That's the yeah, one he that's, likes. That's yeah. better, yeah. yeah good. <laughs> got that cleared up. Right. Uh, carry on. Uh, Simon. Yeah, actually, what? I love this one. Right. I think that's the one that needed a bit of moderation, wasn't moderation it? Breaks. Moderation breaks. Moderation breaks. Moderation. Carry so, on. Simon Rogers yes. says, I was thinking, as it's highly unlikely all the first and second Doctor's missing episodes are ever likely to be returned to the BBC archives, mm. would Big Finish ever consider adapting them for audio? William Russell or Peter Purvis could voice William Hartnell, and we all know how good Fraser Hines is at mimicking Patrick Trayton, and I just felt that if they were done similarly to The Lost Stories with multiple cast, it would be a new take on hearing the missing episodes. It's probably another of my zany thoughts. I think it's actually a brilliant thought, but I don't think it's true that they're not all going to be returned. I mean, what about Phil Morris, eh? What about Phil Morris? Yeah. yeah. I met Phil Morris. He's a really nice guy. I liked him a lot. Um, so, you know, I would love it. But I would love to do that. I just don't think it would be that popular, actually. I would That's love a tricky to do one, isn't it? Because the... there's, there's already 
soundtracks for the majority, yes. if not all of them, isn't there? So that sort of is what we would sort mm. of do. Or there's readings of the books. There's different versions available. I don't know. Would there be enough demand for another Yeah, I'd version? love to do a dramatisation of the Doctor Who and the Daleks book. Yeah. A dramatisation. I would really... And maybe get... Uh, the exciting Dave, adventure with the yeah, Daleks. Yeah, yes, as it was called originally, yeah. Um, the, I would love to get, you know, David Bradley and the rest of the um, cast from Adventures in Space and Time to do it. That's what I would like to do. Can I do that? Can I? Well, I don't know. Do you need to ask Jason and then he says yes or no? I think probably have to ask the BBC, mate. Yeah, uh, okay. I would love to do that. Can I just say I would love to do that? Yes, go on. I would love to do that. Brilliant. Do you want to do another one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Laura Vilensky says, I get to have silly grins on my face now thanks to receiving my signed pages from Kiss of Death. John Banks even signed it twice. Love it! <laughs> let the happy grins begin and let Nicholas Briggs know that yes the memory loss and inability to focus on one thing let alone the many things at the office is a side effect of having children one or many it doesn't matter it's one side effect people don't really warn you about because they forget about it themselves <laughs> he was having memory issues on the last podcast or was it the one before I? that but I you can remember. totally blame it on Ben and other parents will nod and give you that knowing wink <laughs> right right I know that now that you mention it so thanks for the happy delivery in the mail. Woohoo! I could do cartwheels. Well, except for never really being able to do them ever. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. I can't really blame it on Ben. I mean, the fact <laughs> is, I'm a dreadful parent, and my wife does it all. Frankly, she says that's not true, but that's because she's nice. Uh, they're away at the moment. They're on holiday in Spain while I'm working. Oh dear. <laughs> well, you know, they needed to have a holiday, and. My holiday is working because every day is wonderful. <laughs> Should we have a trade for something rather exciting? Yeah, come on then. The point of stillness. That is the point. How can I possibly work with this, 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 this nonsense? You have no idea of the agony that my tribe suffered because of the hoarder. What is that noise? Shh. Look closely, man. There is something seriously wrong with the TARDIS leader. Quiet, Mila. Stop it! You must do your penance, leader. No! How did you get into my TARDIS? Your TARDIS? Yes, my. <laughs> No, no, no! Life, the universe, everything we have ever known will be destroyed, ruined. Eternity, threatened, existence, question. We can't. Hey. That is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Isn't it weird? It's great, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not even saying what it is. How's that? I'm just going <laughs> to let that, yeah, you, you've got to guess what that is. I, I know what it was. I'm talking to the 35%. I know, I'm just... You know. Of your brain that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that seems unfair, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not that much. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want one more, you know, before That's I go nice. home? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to go home now. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's anything else we can play. Maybe a clip from Charlotte Pollard. Ooh. What do you think? Yeah, go on, do that. Okay, what, a bit, what episode? I don't want to give too much away, so I suppose it should be... Track three. The first episode. 
Uh, do, an, do an email while I look at this. Dave, I have to listen to what you say. David Kinney says, just wanted to say thank you for the signed script front of Voyage to Venus, which arrived hey. today. I've had a really bad week. Won't go into it, but the violins are playing overtime in the background. Oh. Only to get home after work today and find a mysterious envelope from the UK scrunched up by the postie in the letterbox. <laughs> I opened it and discovered my prize from the podcast question months ago, which was a big surprise as I hadn't heard about my winning it. So he's not one of the 35%, is he? No, well done. <laughs> Had to go back and check the podcast, only to find I missed a couple in December, including the one where I was announced as one of the winners. Made the trials and tribulations of the rest of the week fade into dim memory, so thanks again. By the way, Paul pronounced my name right to pretend there's a Y on the end. What's the name again? David Kinney. But it's K-I-N-N-E. Thank you so much for writing in and telling us that. It's nice to bring a bit of joy in. Here we are, a clip from Charlie. Anyone could have saved Robert Buck and it was them. And I really think they do mean well. No, that's not interesting enough. Let's find another bit. Ever, but not now. I've got to get away. Yes, I heard you say that. You're looking for a craft, looking for a pilot. Yes, do you know someone? Know someone? I am someone. And did I hear you talking about Earth? Actually, just at this point in time, it doesn't matter all that much. But yes, I would like to get back there one day. It's where I'm from. I thought I recognised the accent. So you have a ship? In the docking station? Indigo class? Model 6. I'll pay you as soon as I can. I've got a small savings account with Coots, which must be worth a fortune by now. It's no problem. If you want to go to Earth, I'm going that way myself. Back to see my old dad. Doesn't hurt to drop by once in a while, does it? No. You've got family yourself back on Earth? My father, my mother, two sisters, but they're not there now. Oh, very sorry to hear that. You've lost them all. Actually, I rather think that it was they who lost me. Good Lord. What is it? Behind you. The prolixity. Oh, don't give too much away, eh? <laughs> there we are. That was a little bit from the first episode of uh, Charlotte Pollard. What's oh. it called, the first episode of Charlotte Pollard? It's called The Lamentation Cipher. Of course it is, The Lamentation Cipher. Okay. See, I know that really easily because I, st- I was actually starting to create the download for that yesterday. Oh, were you really? Yeah, so you've got the discs oh. in already. How about a little clip from this? Hold on. My apologies, Inspector Effendi. Wretched fellow. Comes of having no proper education, you know. Really? And yet they tell me he's one of your top agents. Uh, well, yes, I'm afraid he is. That doesn't mean I have to like him, though. Well, I suppose we shall just have to wait until he deigns to speak to us again. Can I interest you in a biscuit? These are rather nice. Oh, thank you. There we are. That was a clip from the evil one. Bicket. 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 Is that what you say instead of biscuit? Well, my girlfriend says bicket quite often. It's also, is she trying uh, to say biscuit or is it just a random utteration? It's one of her many, many random utterations. <laughs> right. Have you anything more to add to this podcast? Um, well, not imminently. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, time for me to do that. Oh, I've done it again. What, you've accidentally deleted the entire... I've just deleted the name of the file. It's just very annoying. (laughs) Oh, dear, so slick, so slick. There we are. Anyway, thanks ever so much for joining us for this podcast. Paul, have you any last words before Uh, I shoot you? (laughs) 
Just you carry on while I put the blindfold on. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Uh, it's it's been been nice to be back. It's been a long time, and uh, I miss doing podcasts. Amy, fire.